0: it's time for dr rademacher's prescription for transformation let's tap into your own authentic genius and live the life you desire join dr rademacher for an enlightened conversation about our brain intelligence our body intelligence and our energy intelligence and now here's your host dr bart rademacher I'm Dr.
1: Bart Rademacher, and this is prescription for your transformation. Real people, real conversations, and real success. And what's delightful about what I get to do on this program is really get an insight of some of the geniuses of people that I that I know. And one of the cool things that you know some of us might want to know is have a glimpse to our future. And I can't think of anybody better than Larry Martin. He's an astro cartographer who has a, a sixth sense. As to what's going to happen next, and so for today's show, very excited to be talking about the future, our future of all of us in 2021. So listen carefully to what uh, Larry has to share with you, so that you
0: can plan accordingly. When uh, I look back at my economic forecast from a year ago, it's right on the money. I just didn't have the exact same reasoning. Uh, for example, uh, it, you know, here in the United States. We have an unbelievable amount of debt, Uh, and the more money they keep printing with nothing to back it up makes that debt even worse. And ultimately, and I still think it's going to be right about the uh, first half of 2022, uh, we're going to see an end to that debt, either by default or by switching over to the gold standard. So there's a lot of um, economic people that uh, consult with me on a near daily basis wondering about gold and silver prices and all kinds of other things um but as far as the reasoning i was simply going on astronomical cycles and forecasts i, I wasn't actually looking and seeing oh we're going to have this massive pandemic the entire world's going to shut down and that's the reason for the uh uh correction in the springtime of 2020 right um so you know I, uh, unless you're really into doom and gloom and the end of mankind you're not looking for aspects to be quite as harsh as they ended up being. Uh, the good news is is that we're through the we're way through the far worst of it. Uh, the worst was absolutely uh, between April and June and uh, I had so many phone calls in June asking me, "Is the year over yet? Is the year over yet?" Right. You know, it, but uh, now that we are into the last uh, we just you know beginning the fourth quarter of 2020, I, I can safely tell you we just have one more. One more hurdle to get over, and that's Election Day. Um, and I was looking at this a year ago, uh, almost two years ago, thinking, well, you know, uh, Election Day in the United States is going to be on November 3rd. And uh, perhaps not the worst planetary alignment, because that was back in April, but the second worst planetary alignment is literally on November 3rd. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if I can't grab like uh, a valid early ballot. <laughs> vote sometime in October. And then, I don't know, hide in the basement, you know, uh, you know, find a bunker somewhere because we're so addicted now to our technology, whether it's your smartphone or your calendar or your website or your contact list. I mean, you know, I talk to my kids all the time and best friends all the time. I don't think I could tell you any one of their phone numbers. You know, I just know that, you know, B-A-R-T and that's your phone number you know and to lose that data or to think that I don't have that backed up is a frightening thought you know even just the uh, idea of getting a new phone or a new tablet is anxiety producing because you you know you have to transfer your data somewhere and if that doesn't go well well you know if you've ever been in that boat it can be a frightening experience And so what happens is when the planets are in a stressful aspect and let's say 50 years ago, we would have said, well, just don't mail any letters that day and don't plan on making any phone calls. And, you know, maybe just um, grab a beer, sit out in the backyard, have a barbecue. You know, that sounds like great advice. Um, We don't, understand how many different ways we're connected like to our uh cable television or the internet or our devices uh to where if somebody says they're going to be a communication snafu you, you don't really comprehend uh how frustrating or difficult those days are going to be until they happen right because we're just no longer in an era where you know we're upset because the mail's late from the post office that that's not even an issue anymore for most people but if you can think about your phone not working for a day that's just a nightmare waiting to happen and so a lot of the things we're more vulnerable to uh, are much more prevalent today than they've ever been before Um, even simple things that you would have had your computer geek do for you years ago now you've got to do it on your own because if you were to call somebody up and say hey I need somebody to help me back up my computer. You know, like Dr. Phil would say, well, good luck with that. You know, it's, there's so many things now you've got to fix on your own, or you've got to be somewhat tech savvy, or you're going to do without that connection. I, I don't even know if I'd call that a privilege anymore. It's just, it's just a way of life, you now. So when we got to 2020, a majority of outer planets were moving into Capricorn, we first saw this, you know, 20, 30 years ago and just thought, wow, you know, maybe aliens would invade the earth. You know, we just looked at it and thought, well, Capricorn is associated with business, government, groundedness, reality, uh, work hard, get good rewards. I mean, it's all the things your parents wished you would be when you were growing up. In other words, they they wanted you to be mature and responsible and, and be a good person and get good grades and all the things you always knew that you were supposed to do, but, You either failed a little bit or you tried and and did really well and then wondered where, you know, the free point was, you know. In other words, why am I not a millionaire by age 20 if I did everything right? So when these three outer planets moved into Capricorn, and they started about 2016, but um, all of them didn't gather together until uh, very late in 2019 and the first uh, quarter of this year, 2020. And it really rocked our world. It really was to the point of, questioning government, questioning reality, questioning authority figures, wondering, you know, does anybody have a plan? Does anybody know what they're doing? And the correct answer is no. Nobody knows what they're doing. Our entire way of defining reality was being turned upside down. And, uh, you know, you probably could list several examples yourself of some people um, handled it as well as you could imagine. Other people uh, coped. You know, they adjusted. Uh, They went through maybe a really tough month or three and came out fairly okay. And then we've got a handful of people that have not done so well or even people that might've even passed away. So to say it was difficult is just a gross understatement. Uh, To say that we're through it all is to say, well, we're mostly through it all. You know, and if people are expecting election day to be the solution of their problems, they're going to have a very tough time getting through the end of the year. But if you're like me and we've seen the worst of this already, and now we're kind of looking at uh, maybe, you know, like a, like a final pop quiz of, okay, how do you define reality? What do you invest your time, effort, and energy in? And what advice would you give yourself if you were starting this year all over? And I think if you can answer any of those questions, you're going to have a good end of the year and even a more fabulous 2021. And that's what I've been telling a lot of my clients, you know, just please do what you can to get through the holidays. Um, you know, every country is different. Uh, I see people in Australia getting arrested for walking outside without a mask. Uh, I see other countries like Sweden being wide open as if nothing's ever gone wrong. Uh, so it's very difficult to give one blanket statement to everybody because they live in different, uh, different cultures, different societies, different rules. In like fact, even in the United States, you know, some of the 50 states are like Sweden. You know, Indiana is wide open; all businesses are open, um, no masks required anywhere. Florida is trying to get to that point. Uh, all the other states are somewhere in between, and of course, if you're in California, you're still in complete lockdown. You know, where not even schools are open, and Like I said, most of the states in the United States are somewhere in between there. So I I think we've all had to do a lot of introspection. Uh, Everyone's gone through a certain degree of isolation. Even if you're married with kids, you've been isolated in some way, shape, or form. And and I I still want to believe, and we won't be able to prove this for another year or two, I still want to believe that we've entered what I call a great awakening. We might have talked about this last time, where in my optimism, or some people call it fantasy, uh, we've, we've learned that what's on the inside of us is what's important. You know, uh, our health, our mental constructs, our mental strength, as opposed to being physically strong, you know, that uh, it really didn't matter what industry you were in this year. It didn't matter how old you were. It really didn't. Um, it didn't matter how much money you made. You know, obviously, ridiculously wealthy people might have had it a little easier than some, but they were worried about their investments. They watched the stock market nearly crash. So I don't think there was anybody unaffected. You know, all of us were affected to some degree. And I think it caused a lot of people to really review their life or, or take another look at their life direction, if that makes any sense. And I, I don't think I'm being overly dramatic. I, I think um, to some, they went through absolute hell. And to others, they went through a lot of insight hopefully we all gained a little bit of both because going through hell, I think lets us understand how strong we really are. And I think uh, anytime we go through tough times, it's a confidence builder Um, and also gives you firsthand experience when you give advice to other people. You know, no one likes a hypocrite. No one likes somebody, you know, giving advice on something, you know, they haven't really participated in, but to someone like yourself, Bart, or, or, what I do for a living. And I can say, Hey, I've got firsthand examples of this is what happened or that's how it went down. Or this is what they did to solve the problem. And I can't even express in words how valuable that has been. Uh, You can't go find a college course on, on 2020, you know? And and so I look at that as being just an infinitely valuable lesson and it's going to make the next three years just look like a walk in the park. Um, even when we hit the economic skids, which are coming like a, like a freight train and you can see all the gates are down, the red lights are flashing and we're just standing around wondering, well, let's print another trillion dollars. <laughs> you know? And everyone's like, yeah, all right. Yay. Uh, hey, write me a check for $1,200. Just go ahead. I, in fact, I just paid my German shepherd, you know, um, <laughs> People over the age, only only people over the age of 50 know that there's a day of reckoning coming for all that. Right. Uh, You know, younger people are just wondering, you know, if somebody can just uh, give them a new credit card. So when we hit that day of reckoning, we're going to look back on 2020 and go, well, the whole world's broke, but uh, at least I don't have to wear a mask. (laughs) In other words, I think we'll keep it in perspective, and I think we'll do just fine. Um, The key is not just handling it astrologically, but to handle it in a more sane position. If we can switch over to the gold standard, which my friends who are experts all say, that's our only choice. In other words, we don't have five or six different choices. We can't keep kicking the can down the street like we said back in 2010, uh, which is exactly what we did. We kicked the can down the street, kept printing more money. We don't have that option. We really don't. Um, Countries across the world will no longer accept the dollar oil is not the commodity it used to be. Uh, in other words, our own oil production has flooded the market. So instead of $120 a barrel for oil, it's what I think, uh, maybe 40, maybe. Oh, is it that low? I didn't know that. It's low. It it got down to about $34 just a week ago. So, you know, thinking that that's going to, uh, pay for your kids college, not going to happen. And, uh, And gold and silver have not reached the heights that we all predicted. So, and that's due to a lot of short selling by J.P. Morgan and a lot of the banks that are right on the edge of of complete meltdown and bankruptcy. And the printing of trillions of dollars is the only thing keeping our banks afloat right now. So I give it a good another year. But I think, you know, where we're all going is that looking at it astrologically uh, gives me a sense of peace and calm. In other words, I tell everybody all the time, I can't move a planet. I can't make, it, make your chart look better than it does. And, and uh, the good news is it, it probably won't be any worse than what I'm looking at. But instead, I'm looking at it as a series of potentials to be able to say, okay, well, you know, if you're an Aquarius, you're going to have the best year out of the last 21. That doesn't mean you're winning the lottery. It just says you're having the best year of the last 21. And what you do with that is con- entirely up to you. Right. Um, you know, we'll talk about your chart in a few minutes here. But um, if we were talking about highlights or lowlights of 2020, we'd be here for another hour entirely. Um, the last presentation I did lasted about three hours. But 2021 has actually very few major points. The difference is instead of those aspects lasting about a month and impacting us for several, we're only gonna have um, about two phenomena, but they're gonna last all year. So whatever happens in your birth chart for January, February, March, will pretty much dominate the entire year. So the bad news is if it's something really tough and you're going through a challenge, it's gonna last all year. Uh, the good news is you'll have plenty of time to adjust. In other words, it won't feel like you've got the weight of the world on your shoulders in one single event. It'll feel like, wow, okay, this is tough. This is difficult. Okay, now um, I'm gonna need April and May to kind of cope and figure out where I'm at now. And then I might use June, July, August to make an adjustment or make a change. And then I'll kind of see how it all shakes out the rest of the year. Right. But if you're having something fantastic happen, um, let's see. I think you and I both have some pretty good stuff happening. Uh, yeah, we do. Good. That, you really want to? Um, I, I love it like a uh, a form of three dimensional chess. I, I like to really strategize, and maybe I see something for myself in May or June. I'm going to mark it on my calendar in January. You know, and I'm going to you know make even just post-it notes if I have to to say, okay, well, I want to try this in January, prepare in February, really review what I what I'm going to do in March, April start to you know, execute, get things going, May, and then June, boom. In other words, I want to have my eyes open, my ears open. Uh, You know, it's so funny. We always worry and have so much anxiety, always thinking, oh, this could happen, like Murphy's Law. And I remember just a very wise teacher in college told me, he says, well, you know what, Blair? He said, "Um, it can always turn out better than you think, too. And that just always impacted me because you don't hear too many people talk like that, you know? Uh, well, geez, Bart, you just had this fantastic event happen. Maybe next month it could get even better. Right. And, and almost none of us look up and go, uh, okay. Right. <laughs> We're waiting for the proverbial uh, second shoe to drop. But we start the year in 2021 almost like in a whole new, a whole new point of view. Uh, Jupiter and Saturn uh, come together once every 21 years, and they're going to do it this time in the sign of Aquarius. So wherever Aquarius is in your birth chart, and you know, we're all born during different sun signs during the year, but the hour that you're born also has great impact. Uh, for example, if you're, if you're the zodiac sign of cancer, and you're born at sunrise, that means not only are you a cancer, but you have cancer rising. If you're born at sunset, you have Cancer rising and the opposite sign, Capricorn setting. Or I'm sorry, Capricorn rising. So, you know, you can have a blending of different signs impact you. And somewhere on everybody's chart, Aquarius is somewhere. Um, in your chart, it's all in finances. So you're going to not just have a month of changes in your finances, you're going to have an entire year where your finances are going to change and you know we can always say change is inevitable but for me i always like specifics i like details you know okay well what is going to happen to me in january february march april may you know and whenever and again only once every 21 years jupiter and saturn are together a really amazing phenomena takes place because jupiter expands life gives us opportunities it tells us you know, all the things that are good that are going to happen to us. It's kind of like Santa Claus coming to town. Saturn is exactly the opposite. It contracts. It, it actually brings the market down, so to speak, or it brings you down to Earth. You know, Jupiter is the party with your friends at a nightclub. Right. Saturn, is, Saturn is the uh, the old man in the back of the club going, last call, Right. 2 a.m., you all have to be out of there. In other words, Saturn tells you you've got a bill to pay. You got an exam to take for school. Uh, You better be home by a certain hour or mom and dad are going to be angry. Um, You you might have had fun at Christmas, says Jupiter, but Saturn gives you the bill in January, you know. And Saturn in its uh, symbolism, as much as we might complain that it contracts and it takes things away from us, it also gives us clarity. It allows us to build with maturity and responsibility. In other words, if, if we had the proverbial infinite credit card which Jupiter would love. Uh, Jupiter is Zeus in the Greek mythology or king of the gods. And if you can imagine what kind of credit card Zeus would have, you know, no limit. No buy limit. anything you want, you know. And in Greek mythology, Zeus used to get in a lot of trouble. I always remind people, I said, well, you know, Zeus is king of the gods. He had over 10,000 girlfriends, which really ticked off his wife. <laughs> you know? So he would always get into trouble by overdoing things or going too far or not recognizing that um, other people have limits or, or disadvantages from time to time. In other words, there's a lack of compassion Right. Uh, Jupiter's expansion. Saturn brings us back down to Earth. Saturn reminds us that we're here to build and hopefully sustain long-term pleasures rather than just pursue short-term pleasures. So when they get together, it's kind of a one-two effect. It's like you get your wish, and you're able to take amazing advantage of growth and opportunities. Right. But Saturn comes right in, makes sure you didn't overdo it. And if you did, there's going to be a uh, reckoning. But then Saturn makes permanent and more stable that which you're able to deal with. Right. And that's a wonderful thing. Because in all of our charts, Saturn runs in almost 30-year cycles. That's how long it takes to go around the sun one time. So when we're talking about permanence, it's going to depend on their age, of course. You know, uh, someone like yourself or myself, where 30 years from now, I think we'll have very different priorities. You know, oh, yeah, well, eating's nice. (laughs) Walking to the bathroom without tripping and falling, that'd be great. Right. In other words, the goals we have today are pretty much going to be, you know, I think our last major effort at making major life changes. Um, You know, not too many people are trying to start a business when they turn 85. Not saying you can't. I'm just saying it's unlikely. Right. So this is kind of, I think, in my mind, you know, anyone in their 50s or 60s, this is kind of our last hurrah. This is our last chance to... Put our lives in a direction that we are really happy with. Uh, again, doesn't mean you can't make changes along the way, but when Saturn adds that permanence, making changes becomes more difficult. Um, again, it can be done, but it's not done easily. And for people that have that midlife crisis, where they suddenly feel lost or without direction, 2020 was a year to change all that. I don't know of anybody that I've talked with this year, who was completely lost and without direction, almost kind of like, well, if you take if you take everything away from a person and they're left with literally their breath, a roof over their head, some food, uh, life gets easier real fast. Mm-hmm. And even people with very complicated lives, I think, found a simplification this year. You know, and even if they were isolated to one degree or another. I think being left with your own thoughts forces you to face certain realities. And had we been busy with our smartphones and our calendars and taking a jet plane here and there. I mean, I had a schedule this year where I would be in seven different cities that changed to one really fast. And all of a sudden, you know, all, all my trips that were planned uh, were canceled outright or I canceled them. They, it, there, it wasn't practical to leave the country. So going to Canada or going to Europe, it's not going to happen. And it didn't matter how much money you had or who was gonna pay me what. It, it, even in business, it was just not going to happen. So uh, I learned how to Zoom. You know? I learned how to uh, you know, get a better camera for the computer. You know, We all learned how to telemedicine and how to uh, telecommunicate or work from home. Um, We've learned that if we're going to be dependent on our technology, we better make it work for us. And that's how 2021 is going to begin. We're going to see uh, some, uh, what I call it, a snapping of the rubber band. In other words, you see domination by companies like Google and Amazon and Facebook and Twitter. uh, We're going to see that rubber band stretch and break. We're going to see, uh, this is an old phrase you probably haven't heard in a while. Antitrust laws are going to be enforced. And I don't think that's happened since I was very young when I watched them break up AT&T. Right. Right. I, I mean, there's probably others that have been out there, but at and I think, was the most famous one right. in my lifetime. Uh, I think you'd have to go back to Standard Oil. If we're talking about my parents' lifetime and how Standard Oil was broken up into oil companies, and then we saw AT&T broken up into different phone companies, uh, now we're going to see... Google broken up into probably twenty or thirty companies. We're going to see Facebook broke up. We're going to see Twitter broken up. We're we're going to see Amazon broken up. As much as Jeff Bezos doesn't want to hear that, and he'll be he'll be just fine. For all you worried about him and his finances, uh, he still might be the very first uh, trillionaire. Um, so I think Jeff will be just just dandy. But we're going to see a, a, a backlash of people saying we don't want to be pawns of these giant tech corporations. Um, In other words, we we want a little more control back. If 2020 didn't teach us anything, it was about, hey, if I've got to be responsible for myself, I'd at least like to have uh, the freedom to get there. In other words, being forced to do something, um, I think people are going to fight back a little bit. We are already seeing uh, protests and riots in Germany and England and, well, we've seen some riots here, uh, all the peaceful people throwing the Molotov cocktails, um, you know, we're going to see that unrest continue for a little while longer, probably well into January. But after that, I think people are finally going to just say, hey, enough of this. We're, we're done acting like small children throwing tantrums. Uh, we really want to expand our lives and see some responsibility take place or accountability. Uh, some people that, you know, think we have to get rid of all the corruption in the government. Uh, We're probably going to see a lot of people going to jail. And I mean, a lot of people, Uh, even to the extent where you may not even see it in the headlines. It'll be like, oh, did you hear? So-and-so went to jail. Oh, yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah, we're going to look at it like, oh, it's just another day. But it's going to be a real cleansing. uh, And that's where I see this great awakening adding a lot of spirituality to things that we thought would never happen. Um, In other words, almost... Not so much a left versus right, but more like a good versus evil, you know, that uh, the human trafficking, the child trafficking, child abuse, uh, women being abused, domestic violence. I think we're not going to see an end to any of that, of course, but I think there's going to be some very strong steps taken, you know, where Jupiter is saying, okay, you've you've had your fun and even some evil people have gotten away with something, but Saturn's going to come in right after that. They're only going to be a few degrees apart. And Saturn's going to come in and say, "Mm, no, no, all your money laundering, it's over. The banks that keep on adding more and more debt, gone. The bank will just disappear. Uh, We may even see an end to banking as we know it by the end of 2021. Um, There's a lot of people talking about digital currency, cryptocurrency, um, blockchain passwords, where... Every single keystroke you hit on the computer will have each will have its own blockchain password so eventually we'll have money exchanged that way we won't need banks right we just won't need them you right. know you, you'll do your transactions uh, through the US Treasury for example um, or the the German government uh, the German treasury for example uh, we, we just won't need these banks running our lives and charging us. Usury, as some people call it, or uh, interest. It, it just There won't be a point to it. And a lot of people can't fathom that unless, unless you're really into science fiction and you watch a lot of Star Trek. You, you'll remember, oh, yeah, they don't really have money in that show, do they? And I do think we're headed that direction. Gene Roddenberry used to be really into astrology. Mm-hmm. And he said, I see the day where money will be obsolete. There just won't be a point to it. And uh, I, I think the age of Aquarius absolutely represents that. I don't think that's gonna happen completely in our lifetime, but I think we're gonna see, I mean, we've already seen credit cards take over cash or coins. Right. Um, so I think it's just the next evolutionary step. You know, it'll be your password you remember, you know, or your password manager that holds all your blockchain codes, you know, and, or your fingerprint. I think, you know, I've got one of those uh, Samsung phones. It, right. You start it by using your fingerprint you know. um, So, I mean, I think there's a lot of technology that's going to evolve even farther than what we've ever dreamt of. And I think we're going to see a lot of revelations with new inventions, new medicines, Uh, not necessarily the end of the common cold, but we're already seeing cancer cures. Um, You know, I I, I go to Twitter jail at least once a week because I type the word hydroxychloroquine. Um, And, you know, what was used for malaria 60 years ago, now is being found to cure or have an impact on Lyme disease, on arthritis, on lupus. Um, And of course, people are saying uh, great things in Europe about it taking care of COVID-19. But I think that's just scratching the surface. It's almost like the pandemic has forced a lot of pharmaceutical companies to really get their books out and really get serious about coming up with vaccines and medicines and, and all kinds of things. And and I, every medical doctor I know is completely fed up with the current system. You know, waiting, waiting 10 months to get paid by insurance companies or um, being told what they can and cannot prescribe, uh, being threatened by medical boards or insurance premiums or malpractice insurance. I mean, uh, I just don't know anybody graduating from med school jumping up and down yelling hooray. Um, and thinking that they're going to be super wealthy by getting into medicine, I, I think those days are gone too. Right, you know. So it's not, it's not the uh, ultimate job. Let's say uh, it's it's kind of like when uh, your parents see see you growing up and they want you to be a doctor someday or a lawyer, you know, or a rocket scientist, you know, and uh, uh, you know all those jobs have their share of jokes. But I think they've uh, transformed for the worst in a lot of ways. I mean, great people. A lot of my best friends are medical doctors, and I got two visiting this weekend. But wow, are they fed up with the state of Nevada, or (laughs) they're fed up with the state of California. I mean, uh, I I don't think I've heard anybody from any industry complain as much as medicine right now. But I think by the end of 2021, I think that they'll be happy again. And I think we'll see a big um, kind of a snapback of people wanting their rights back and people demanding of government, or at least reminding that government authority comes from the people and not from a dictator's ego, let's say that. Right. What we're also gonna see, and this begins in late February, early March, and peaks about June, is a a series of conflicts. Like I said earlier, um, had we not had 2020, we'd be really freaking out and thinking, 2021 is gonna be a bad year. But I just see it as just being a continuation of change that's forced upon us. In other words, um, uh, Uranus, and we pronounce it that way to cut down on the jokes, Uranus is in a uh, a very difficult position because it represents chaos, disorder, and disruption. And it's right now it's in the zodiac sign of Taurus, which is very grounded, earthly, stable, materialistic, um, very, very... Uh adverse to any change whatsoever. I mean, if you want someone who you'd say is steady as a rock, you'd want to go find a Taurus. You know, somebody you can count on doing the same thing every day for 50 years, like clockwork, you want a Taurus. But when the Uranian arc visits, which is once every 84 years, that solid groundedness turns upside down. And suddenly we don't remember which way is up. And suddenly You know, gravity isn't what it used to be. Um, Getting on a jet plane and thinking you're just going from A to B, not as easy as it used to be. Uh, The things you took, everything you took for granted in 2019, you're not taking it for granted anymore. So the great awakening, as I call it, could also be, I think, a fresh appreciation for what we do have. And a lot less complaining about what we don't have. I, I don't know anyone that had problems in 2019 that then came to me this year saying they have the exact same problem. They've taken the problems of 2019 and they've thought, God, what was I worried about? That's nothing compared to the crap I'm going through this year. So everyone's got this new perspective. And in 2021, I think we're going to finally look at things and say, you know what? That's my new reality. This is the new way of doing things. Because 2020 is too chaotic. There's no way any of us can say, okay, Bart, this is my new routine in life, or I'm going to get up at this hour every morning, or I'm going to make sure I do this. You know, uh, 2020 is still too much in flux and we'll continue through the end of November. 2021 will be the unique opportunity for us to finally say, okay, I can't do anything the way I did it in 2019. And what I learned in 2020 was this about myself or that about myself. And in 2021, now I can make that my new routine. Right. The things we settle on in 2021 will have a longer shelf life. In other words, instead of it lasting 15 minutes like this year, it's going to last like seven or eight years, which means economic decisions, political decisions, government decisions are going to have a very long lasting effect. It won't just be... A single event and you know heads you win tails you lose it's going to be something that will last years and people I think will really appreciate that and, and I mean take greater value in saying okay I'm going to commit to this I'm going to dedicate myself to this and it's going to pay off and it's going to pay off in wondrous ways because the technology is going to keep on going you know our devices are going to get smarter and faster although I don't have any idea you know, they say it's a Galaxy 9. 9 is the last single-digit integer, so I don't, you know, I'm sure they'll call it Galaxy 10. Um, but they're going to keep on making advances. And with that, we're still going to have the questions of privacy and uh, security and worth and value. Those are all still be question marks. But I think we'll feel better about our lives because we'll be able to count on something at least staying the same for a few years instead of doing something on Monday and seeing it get all screwed up by Friday. You know, I, really, 2020 has been the year where if you ever got angry as a kid that, you know, other, other, other friends of yours would change the rules in the middle of the game, you know, where Lucy pulls the football away from Charlie Brown or somebody moves the goalpost. That was this year. And next year, we won't find that anymore. It'll, it'll finally, things will start to make sense, but we'll still be making adjustments, maybe even to some things that we've never done before. And like I said, that'll peak in June. And I, I, you know, I will tell people, try your best not to get too terribly attached to things because you might want to initiate a change later on, but you, you won't have to. It won't feel forced. So some people will be buying a house for the first time. We're still gonna see interest rates around 0%. So, the housing market's still going to be amazing. We're going to see the, the stock market go way over 30000 I, I think the value of gold will be way over 2500 I, I predict, you know, easily silver to be uh, well over $35, if not $45. Uh, last year, I predicted silver to be $30. And we got really close, really close a couple months ago. Uh, it's pulled back a bit. About, right now, it's about $24. But, you know, back in, I think, February, it was only 16 Right. So we're seeing progress that we can measure and and we can calculate and that progress is going to double or triple in just one or two years. Part of that's because of the debt and the printing of all this fake money. Um, I think uh, even target raised the prices of uh, all their monopoly gains in the toy department for fear that people are going to just open the box and take the cash out (laughs) and try to spend it. Um, But I do warn people on the cryptocurrencies. Um, I've never felt safe with those because until a central government can control the actual value of the currency, uh, I don't know that any government's really going to openly embrace it. Instead, I think you'll see governments try to create their own. Right. And uh, that'll be the new big challenge. Uh, The last phenomena that we're gonna see is Jupiter moving closer to the sign of Pisces. This happens in April and May and then becomes a little bit more long-lasting at the end of 2021. And what we're going to see there is people, especially men, really acknowledging their feelings and finally, finally separating logic, reasoning, and science from their emotions. I think for years we've always tried to figure out if getting upset was right or wrong. Right. if crying was right or wrong, okay for women, not okay for men. Right, And I think we're finally getting to a maturity point where we, we're, we're no longer asking if our emotions are right or wrong. I think we finally learned through 2020 that it's healthy to get upset. It's healthy to get angry and stand your ground as long as you're applying it toward you know some kind of constructive purpose. And if you're isolated and you're just learning more about yourself, you know, that can be constructed as well. So I see it as win-win now. Uh, whereas earlier in the year, I just kept wondering, wow, where are we headed with all this? I, in fact, I just called my governor's office last week, wanting to know when I can get my other business open in downtown Tucson, you know, and, and they said, well, you know, we're still in this phase and you can't have more than, you know, 10 people in a room. And I'm like, well, what's the criteria for our next release from these restrictions? So governments still don't really have a direction yet and probably won't until we get to 2021. And I think that January, February, March, we'll finally start to see, you know, I, I, dare I call it real human strength, you know, uh, of real confidence coming forward. Uh, People that were wishy-washy or indecisive in 2020, I think can step forward in 2021. I don't think people will be as afraid to make a mistake and uh, maybe own up and take accountability and apologize for things that go wrong. And, and maybe instead of just whining about it, you know, like, wow, we got all these wildfires in California. Jeez, don't we have bad luck? And it's kind of like, wait a minute, Texas has three more times the forest that you guys do. And they haven't had one wildfire all year. In Arizona, we've got very strict forest management and people complain all the time. The forest ranger told us we can't plant this bush and we've got to clean up our yard and we've got to get rid of this. And I'm like, good. Maybe your house won't burn down. So I I just think we're going to see accountability, especially the cities that have experienced riots. And uh, what was it? I still haven't figured out what happened in Seattle. Uh, People took over the middle of the city and declared their own country. Um... I think <laughs> you know, they even created their own flag. And I thought, well, this is different. You know, was that Monty Python? And now for something completely different. right? Um, we're not going to see those shenanigans anymore. They're, they're, none of the planets are going to put up with that. And accountability is going to be held or at least holding people to at least a reasonable standard. Um, Maybe the standards of a 20-year-old, but, you know, I, I think we're we're done with the days of standards of a five-year-old. And, uh, you know, I think people can see now absurdity, immaturity, um, just ridiculous behavior. Because I, I really think most of 2020 was people watching the news with their eyes bugging out of their head going, right, uh-huh. what am I watching? It was like the, right. the, the presidential debate last night. What am I watching? You know? That was the perfect description of 2020. It really, really is. And we, thank God we won't see that again in 2021 and won't see it for several years. Not because there's no presidential election, but because I just think the times are changing and people are going from being shocked and amazed or amused to, hey, hey, this is silly. This is stupid. Let's fix this. And uh, I think all of us will be, oh, thank God you know, thank the universe, thank the cosmos. And uh, that's where I'm being a little more point blank to my clients who are still trying to catch their breath from this year. I'm trying to get them to really take a, a more serious look at where is Aquarius in your chart? How will compassion help you make decisions later in 2021? Yeah. So the first half of 2021, I think is going to be finding your direction committing to a course and the rest of the year spent on maybe exactly how you feel about that, you know, because I think dedication, commitment, going the extra yard is all emotional. You know, you, I've met a variety of successful people. I know you have too. And if somebody said, Larry, what do you think makes one person more successful than another given they have equal education, maybe equal skills, I'd say passion, The people that are up all day and half the night and they can't quit writing their book or they can't, you know, stop inventing new ideas, uh, it's because they really want to or they're in love with what they do for a living. I think that's a big difference. You know, there's a lot of jobs that have disappeared in 2020. They're not coming back. You know, hospitality, hotels, travel, all of that's changed. You know, I don't know anyone, anyone that's ready to jump on a cruise ship right now, right? <laughs> no one, there's no line. There's no need to take a number and wait. Um, you know, cruise lines are, come on, come on. Half your trip will be free. And there's no takers. So people that are in that industry um, are going to have to rethink what they do and how they do it. You know, packing people like sardines in a big ship, that, that's not going to happen anymore. Nobody's going to buy that ticket. Um, So they're going to have to reinvent themselves. You know, I don't know if you feel this way, but I've wanted the airlines to get rid of that damn middle seat for years, years. And I think we'll we'll finally get our wish. Finally. I'd say, I'll even pay $10 or $50. Get rid of this middle seat. Well, now they've gone ahead and done it anyway. Right. So um, I think a lot of the changes are absolutely for the better. Um, I can absolutely guarantee you every restaurant I've been to in the last six months is the cleanest it's ever been in history. Um, the food is better than it's ever been in history. Uh, the preparation, the time, the care. I mean, the restaurants that have survived are grateful. The owners are grateful. The people there are happier. They're happy to be at work. Right. You know, grocery, grocery stores. Some used to be a mess. I I won't say I'm ready to eat off the floor, but I watch them every day, sweeping, cleaning, checking. I mean, you know, we lose, what, twenty to 40,000 people every year to flu. Every year. Doesn't make the headlines. Not the top news story. But I thought, you know, if we would just wash our hands. I'm not talking about moving a mountain or building a house with them. I'm just talking about Simple things we learned in, what, kindergarten. You know, wash your hands, you know. um, Wipe the table off when you're done. Really ridiculously simple things. Clean the bathroom. Oh, that's something on my list this week. We're going to be healthier people. We're not going to see as many cases of the flu. People are going to be more conscious of, I think, the distance between themselves. You know, Europe was always known for people talking very close to one another. Uh, And they always complained that Americans stand so far apart when we converse. Right, But but I think we're going to see a lot more. I think that's in our psyche now. That I don't don't need to physically whisper in your ear to tell you something. I, I don't need to be only two feet away when we're talking. We can now comfortably be at least four to six feet away. And I don't think it'll upset us. I don't think anybody would be offended if you're standing six feet away or, you know, if you shake hands, you're a shirt puck. Hey, got a little bottle of hand sanitizer right here. I I don't think people are going to freak out, you know? And um, I I just think that that little extra care is going to be with us permanently. I don't see it as just being 2020 and we're done. I, I think everybody, you know, I see children. Heck, children are washing their hands more often. And and who among us has never been to a public restroom where we saw somebody leave without washing their hands? Right. Permanent human change right there. We're, we're not going to see that anymore. I even saw one person who was going to leave the public restroom and two guys like, hey, you need to wash your hands. Oh, sorry. It, it, I mean, we're talking a new form of peer pressure here. Right. You know, and... Uh, And now that's another thing we're going to see a lot of touchless places like going. Can you imagine going to a public restroom and not never having to touch anything but yourself? It's going to happen. Um, I I see a lot of new uh, if you go through Home Depot or Lowe's um, touchless faucets. Um, You know, I know it sounds crazy. Infrared toilets. You pass your hand in front of the beam, the toilet flushes. Right. I would look at that. Well oh, it's like magic. <laughs> and I, I I just, um, I know it, it sounds kind of weird to laugh at that, but um, I just think everything will be made that way. You know, a year from now, maybe two years from now, uh, no one will remember what a toilet handle was. Nobody will remember, well, this one's for cold and this one's for hot. You'll just speak out loud. We'll just give it
1: orders. Well, as we're wrapping it up, Larry, because this is fascinating, and, and i have just enthralled with all the things that, that you shared with us. So as, as we're reaching into the last quarter of, of the year and looking forward to, you know, 2021, you know, what do say, say three to five things just to summarize that, that we're going to want to do to get ready for the, the end of the year and the beginning of the next? And, and what to look for. If you could summarize it more in sure. generalize or globalize globalize it for us.
0: The yeah, first and foremost, uh, the number one virus we're all facing is fear. You know, whatever you're afraid of, uh, whatever you're terrified of, um, if you're running around with your hair on fire screaming, orange man, bad, orange man, bad, um, y- you've got to change that. You just have to change that. Hatred, it leads to really dark places. And we none of us should be hiding in the basement anymore, afraid of the next m- micro germ that's out there. Uh, this, is not the, this is not the first pandemic of human history and it won't be the last. Um, hopefully we learned a few things, but the most important thing is how did we deal with our fear? Second thing, Um, how do we honestly feel about ourselves? Mm -hmm. This has been a huge challenge to everybody's self-esteem. Even people I've always called arrogant uh, became humble this year. Um, They realized what loss means. I mean, people I even know that are multimillionaires have had horrific losses and um, business as well as family members. So, How do we feel about ourselves now? I think it's a really good question. Um, Every therapist, every counselor that I work with and have been one now for almost 30 years, we always ask that question, but this year we really mean it and we really need an answer. And and you can keep it private, keep it to yourself, but answer the question. Right. Third thing I would say is realize you're gonna be forced to commit to long-term goals. You know, um, even people that think they're dying from some disease, the medical breakthroughs are mind blowing right now. Also, most of the regulations on testing medication have been temporarily suspended. So, we're going to see, I mean, in some cases, uh, miraculously, maybe eight, they, they, they think eight to 10 times more medications in the next six months. So, make long term plans. Be prepared to commit to them if somebody says you've got you know uh, the red monkey virus and you've got six months to live, uh, don't buy into that, okay maybe they're right, okay, but odds are they're not right, and something of a breakthrough is going to happen at some point. we're learning new things about health all the time. Um, uh, commit to long term plans. Um, fourth, I would say. Open your mind. We're going to see new inventions. We're going to see things really bizarre, not just cars driving by themselves, but we're going to see uh, individual airplanes uh, that fly themselves. Take off and land, you don't need to do a thing. We're going to see robots talk to you in the grocery store. I've already seen prototypes in Japan right now where you know how many times you go into a store and you're looking for something, you can't find it? And nowadays we try to look for the website on the phone and figure out what you won't have to do that anymore. There'll be a literally a mechanical robot and you'll be able, just like uh, an Amazon echo, you'll be able to walk right up and say, um, Hey, Joe, can you help me find the wild rice? And he'll tell you what aisle, what shelf, maybe even escort you there. So keep your mind open. Um, Things are not going to be going back to 2019. Uh, so people saying, oh, I can't wait to things get back to normal. There, there, won't be, there, won't be. there won't be an old normal. I mean, even going to a baseball game, it's going to be very different. Uh, they're already talking about hand sanitizers in every odd. Um, contact less concessions and food. In other words, I'll be able to use my smartphone, never get out of my seat at the baseball game, and I'll order my hot dog and, and chips and whatever else, um, and I'll have a Diet Pepsi on the way. And they'll bring it right to my seat, you know, and honestly, for, you know, 75 bucks, they deliver it to you. you So the new normal is going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be a lot less effort. And we're going to really appreciate, let's say, waiters and waitresses in restaurants. Uh, When someone brings us, you know, the plate of food we're looking forward to, uh, you won't see people shortchanging the waitress anymore. You won't see cheapskates, so to speak. We have a new normal, and it's going to be fantastic. And then last but not least, I think overall relationships are changing. You know, the old idea of living with somebody just because it's convenient. Not going to happen. Uh, Staying married to somebody in a loveless relationship. uh, Not going to happen. I I think people are going to, um, I think, be a lot more honest. About what they're looking for in a relationship, um, that might have been a pipe dream in 2019. But I don't know that anybody's really willing to put up with a bunch of crap anymore. Right. You know, honestly, male or female, I don't think it matters. Right. So if that's a good summary, that's, that's probably a, the best It's I a got. great,
1: it's a great summary, and, and, and worthwhile to take note as we were reflecting on on this uh, very interesting and upheaval. Uh, that we've experienced this last, uh, was it the nine months? Um, yes, it's, it's great insights to look forward to what's going to happen next year and be accountable for those choices. Um,
0: it'll be okay. It's, it'll be okay. We don't have to do it perfectly.
1: Right, exactly. So, well, Larry, I want to thank you for this. And how do
0: people actually find you? They can reach me at my website. That's the easiest place. Uh, www.larrymartin.biz. It's larrymarti nb like in business. And they can reach me every which way that way. You can also find me on Parlor, on Twitter. Um, you can find me at my email, Larimar, L-A-R-I-M-A-R-2000 at popmail.com. Or you can pick up this uh, strange Galaxy device and call me at 513-476-2222 in the United States. Well,
1: I love it, and I look forward to a lot of people getting all of you because you've been uh, instrumental in my life decisions, and I, and I want to thank you uh, for that. And I look forward to more conversations, and I also look forward to some private, you know, sessions with you where I can start planning, you know, twenty twenty one for myself. So it, it's, right. we're going to
0: have we're going to be so happy by the end of next year. We're going to yeah. probably have a whole new view of, of the world, and I'm looking forward to it. Well, so uh blessings and namaste.
1: Yeah, blessings and namaste. thank you so much.
0: Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening to Dr. Radamaker's Prescription for Transformation. Join Dr. Bart Radamaker live right here on StarWorldWideNetworks.com or on demand, twenty-four-seven.